Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Thursday, July 18th, 2019. I'm Sarah Lane. In its latest quarterly earnings report, Netflix reported it lost subscribers in the U.S. for the first time in eight years. The company lost 130,000 U.S. subs in Q2 and added nearly 2 million fewer international customers than expected. The company said the results were due to a weaker content slate in the quarter and that price increases also hurt subscriber growth. Paid subscribers grew by 2.7 million. Of the total, 2.83 million were international. Netflix had 151.6 million paid streaming subs as of the end of June. The company posted revenue of $4.92 billion and earnings of 60 cents per share, which met analysts' expectations. However, currently content from NBC Universal, Disney Fox, and Warner Brothers account for 60 to 65% of Netflix's total viewing hours, and all three are set to launch their own streaming services, which may further erode Netflix subscriber growth. FaceApp has been around since 2017, but resurged in popularity over the last week, along with some concerns about how it collects data. The Verge points out that iOS researcher and CEO of Guardian Firewall, Will Strafich, and researcher Jane Wong both found that the app doesn't upload the entire camera roll, but will upload single images to Amazon Web Services with authorization to apply filters server-side. FaceApp's parent company CEO, Yaroslav Goncharov, told The Verge the photos are uploaded to save bandwidth and get deleted not long after. FaceApp's privacy policy says it may use people's usernames and their names and their likeness for commercial purposes. Lawyer Elizabeth Potts-Weinstein thinks that the terms that allow data to be transferred to any of the company's locations is not GDPR compliant. The European Commission has fined Qualcomm 242 million euros for blocking British phone software maker Icera, which is now part of NVIDIA, from the market using predatory pricing about a decade ago. This is Qualcomm's second EU antitrust penalty. The company said it would appeal and that the fine is unsupported by the law, economic principles, or market facts. Microsoft unveiled a combination of Azure AI technologies and neural text-to-speech during a keynote at the Microsoft Inspire Partner Conference in Las Vegas that creates a digital version of a speaker whose speech is translated into another language in the original speaker's voice. To show it off, Microsoft used Julia White, a company executive for Azure, speaking at a keynote and translated her speech into Japanese. You would need a HoloLens to see this, and you'd need access to a mixed reality capture studio with proper lighting and high-risk cameras to make it. But it is a peek into what's possible. A few months after Instagram started testing a new design that hides the total number of likes that other users' posts had received, the company is now expanding the test. Originally only in Canada, the test is rolling out to users in Ireland, Italy, Japan, Brazil, Australia, and New Zealand. Users with the design still see everyone that liked their own photos and videos, just not anyone else's. eBay reported second quarter earnings were $0.68 per share with revenue at $2.7 billion. A majority of its gross merchandise came from its marketplace platforms, and eBay said it grew its active user base by 4% across those platforms for a total of $182 million. The company also said that it's actively reviewing the role and value of StubHub and classifieds in its portfolio as a means to maximize shareholder value. That points to a potential sale of one or both subsidiaries. Antivirus company Avast reports it found seven stalkerware apps in the Google Play Store that had been installed more than 130,000 times. Google removed four of those apps on Tuesday and then the last three on Wednesday. Stalkerware apps are known as such due to their ability to track things like location data and provide contacts, call logs, and text messages. 
Nicolas Krasaitos, Avast's head of mobile threat intelligence and security, said in a statement, quote, These apps are highly unethical and problematic for people's privacy and shouldn't be on the Google Play Store as they promote criminal behavior and can be abused by employers, stalkers, or abusive partners to spy on their victims. And finally, Slack sent emails to some users that it believes were affected by a data breach back in 2015 when hackers gained access to its user profile database, including their scrambled passwords. However, the hackers also inserted code that scraped the user's plain text password as well. Slack said it was recently contacted through its bug bounty about a list of allegedly compromised Slack accounts, of which the company says is only about 1% of users. Guess who was one of them? For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all headlines there as well. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Lane, and we'll talk to you next time.